injured to take part. We're in to take over. Ah, uh, backbone taker. My name's Nick Brown for Andy Brown for Andy Brown Town, the 14th reason, the Silver Surfer top deck. I'll be your host, I'll be your guide. For this next album, joining me, this man to my right, the Oso Glorious, my Mr. Silky Cream Cheese Smooth himself, Mr. Nathan Custerson. Nathan Custerson, Nathan Custerson, how are you doing, Nathan Custerson? I'm a chef. Yeah. yeah. I today cooked three meals. Yep. I cooked a roast for lunch. Dude. Yep. I then cooked a lasagna. Yep. A big one and a smaller one. Okay. So half and half for me and my dad. Yep. And a small one for later in the week. Yep. And then I steamed some chicken. Okay. I don't know why, but it took me all day. Yep. I value cooking. Nick. Do you like cooking? I don't really like cooking, but do you think it rewards you? I do feel like, like if you eat, when you pr- uh, produce a meal, mm. it could be the worst tasting thing ever, but you're going to tell yourself it's great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I imagine that every time I cook food for people, they taste it and they're like, oh, this is great, oh. Nick, but they fucking think it's like garbage. Sometimes it's the opposite though. Yeah. Like my mum, like I'll cook something for my mum and I'll be like, oh, this is average. She'll be like, no, it's beautiful because- she doesn't have to do it. So she's yeah. not thinking that she's put all that work in. So it tastes go. a little bit better. So I like it. Reverse, you know, like sometimes. Yeah, know. absolutely. That's a fantastic way. There it is. <laughs> you bastard. We've <laughs> <laughs> got a lot to talk about today. Now, we're going to do doing a mid-year review, of course. We're going to do doing a few uh, quiz stuff, a bit of pot shots. Potties. We're going to be talking about Viva La Underdogs, Viva The Underdogs, Viva Da Underdogs. I don't know, Nathan. I don't even know. Yeah, some Parkway Drive no. shit. Yeah, Who knows? Parkway. But Nathan, doesn't matter about that because this episode and every episode is brought to you by... Wilson's, Nick. <laughs> was it Wilson? It was it Wilson and Dennis the Menace? It was Wilson. Wilson in- yeah, then it was Wilson in fucking Castaway. Castaway, yeah. So two times... Two times two Williams. Wilson, <laughs> two, two times two times Wilson's equals Bills. God damn Bills. Yeah, people are <laughs> Got a code, Nick. We do have a code. a code. We've been talking about like you know buy Bilsons, but not enough people have been asking why Bilsons. Yes. And now I think we can finally tell you why because now if you go to Bilsons.com.au and type in the code W W D O T W. W. No, no, take away that last W. You will get 15% off your next. It's really hard to say the WWTOTW when, like, because I got typed out in my phone. I'm trying to type it out in my head. Yeah, I, 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 I can't get that. It's horrible. Work. Well, if you, can, if you can work out the, uh, the initials for what we did on the weekend, put that in the code 15% off your next order. Go. Get yourself some juicy, juicy goodness known as Bilson's. Uh, I think you should buy a bottle of the Dry Alfred's Gin. One of my personal favorites, Nathan. Oh, the gin. You are a gin connoisseur, Nick. I, I actually still have one of your gin UDLs from all the way back at Unify oh. in my fridge somehow. I don't know how it ended up in my fridge, but it's still there. Savor it, Nathan. I will. It's, it's going to be a beautiful thing. Oh, God. Oh, now you got me thinking about Unify. But yes, go buy some Bilsons. Bilsons. And uh, yeah, so they can keep giving us free alcohol. It'll be fucking fantastic. I would like some Bilsons. <laughs> I do like some Bilsons. Nathan, Viva the Underdogs. Yes. Parkway Drive's new documentary. I was talking about uh, last week, and we said, uh, I told you, watch it, Nathan. You'll, you'll have a fucking fantastic time. I watched it. You twice. watched it twice? Yes. Did you have a fucking fantastic time? I watched it once by my lonesome. Yep. It was a little bit of a lonely, rainy, cold night, Nick, but um, it boosted me up yeah. and, it, and it got me through it and it was a fantastic story, Nick. So we've followed Parkway on the journey yep. and um, to see them obviously striving to play hes- like festival headliners, everyone's like, oh, fuck, Parkway's playing festival headliners now. Like, how are they doing that? Then you watch this documentary, hear the stories about how they're trying to plan it and like the scenes that went into doing it, putting everything on the line. It's... um. Really cool to yeah. watch a doco like that and to see the behind the scenes, like before a show, like you see the bassist GF fucking throwing up in the bin and like they're <laughs> all just like, oh, before the first show, just fretting and like how nervous they get. Like 
still to, cool. still to this day they still get nervous. Of course, which is, which cool. is great, and that's what you want. And playing a big show like that, they were doing the Man, arena show is huge. Makes you feel human, Nathan. Still get nervous, makes you feel human. Um, I've heard a lot of rock stars who drink and all that, and that's why they that's why they don't feel any nerves because they're too out of their fucking mind, Nathan. But well, you know, still feel it. Winston's too busy playing video games to worry. Yeah, about apparently, shit, I, I feel like like they blurred out what he was playing. I'm assuming it was yeah, Call of Duty. Yeah, for sure. I'm assuming he's a COD fan. I don't know what his uh, bio would be or his, uh, his gamer tag would be like deliver me or something like that can you that. imagine if you had the headphones in and like he like you get a kill shot and you kill him yeah and you hear a scream you're like wait a second <laughs> i fucking know that yeah, you, that should be that should be like a video series like get like 11 like 20 metalcore singers all to play video games yeah. to see if you can identify them through the, the kill scream cam. Not, yeah. yeah the voice that'd be awesome there you, you go as a twitch stream event you just kill someone all your ah! like, that's Caleb. like brian garris yes, god brian damn it Gar- <laughs> ar- ar- <laughs> sorry it's like what we catch cry fucking oath the thing is about this doco but i love it all right it's it's so like you almost be like proud to be aussie kind of thing you know it's that big like fist pumping moments and all that but i also think like they do have this thing where there is there's never really a story in these docos really nah. like the whole thing is they talk about at the start and the first 10 minutes is interesting the when they talk about like putting that putting everything on the line everything yep. they make they put back into their production For how this. important it is yep. and Long i like and i really like that and i was like yeah cool i hope they really dive into that but then they kind of that's it that's all they talk about the rest of it's like will the will the stage crew finally get it ready for parkway it's, oh, like, yeah. it's like i don't really care and i'm assuming it's going to work because it feels like a very forced uh, stage kind of like i don't know storyline in a documentary but that's the thing you can't really force it because otherwise like uh, to uh, counter it and to put another doco into perspective I was talking to you about some kind of monster the other night oh, by Metallica which I think is, which is one of my favourite docos ever it's just so like it's so ridiculously raw and so funny because like I, I can't believe they had, they allowed that to be released looking they had, back they had two years of footage yeah. to go into that doco to make it what was a two and a half hour doco yeah. like if the, so to get that, like the parkway goes for what, a bit over an hour. So yeah. you, pro- you probably had three months worth of film, but that Metallica one, and you could have had fucking 10 docos and it would have been yeah. amazing. So. And it's so good. Like the fucking, just the little things in that doco, like how pissed off, like first of all, Lars with his blonde hair looks so Disgusting, fucking Nick. funny, man. Oh, it's so sleepy shady. It's so good. It's so early 2000s. I love it. James, it really is, yeah, yes. I was talking about like James, the way James um, has like the big hissy fit, how he can only work between... 12, 12 and 4, and, four. Yeah. and if you, you're you not even allowed to listen to the music after that it's so like I, I mentioned like Will Ferrell I imagine that Walk Hard surely took some liberties on some kind of monster like they, they obviously took it on the uh, Walk the Line the who's the, who was that about Johnny Cash the Johnny Cash story yeah, but Dewey, surely Dewey uh, the Dewey Cox story the other parody surely they took some liberties on some kind of monster because there is so many like petty moments of oh, like yeah. how dare you <laughs> how dare you listen to a song that we've written after I've left yeah, fuck <laughs> off so dumb. Shut- then, oh, that was horrible. And then the hero of the whole movie, Kirk Hammett. <laughs> <laughs> Solos, Nick. Save the solo. How many were there on the album, Nick? <laughs> Fucking zero solos. <laughs> I'm just saying, man, we shouldn't get rid of solos. I don't want to jump into a trend. Okay, Kirk. How, how, about-, <laughs> how about we have a rule, man? We got no solos or we do have solos. We'll just go, yeah. We're not going to not have solos, but we're not going to maybe have solos. Like, it's like, yeah, man, yeah, that's, that's, exactly per- that's exactly what I want, man. Listen to zero Saturday solos. <laughs> Get back in the fucking backseat of the band, Kirk. Where you belong, yeah, shut son. up. You're lucky to be in the band. <laughs> yeah, we, lucky we don't keep Dave Mustang and have a call, oh, you man. fucking idiot. That's a good, Nick, that's a little one-two head-to-head. What, who would you take like, out, of the two? out of those two? Mustang guitarists? and Kirk. 
Um, I I don't know. I like I like. Um, would they have got to the heights they did? Probably. Either way, I do think you reckon they, they could have been have. better with Mustaine as like because he's a, he's a great song. He's a great songwriter, but I don't like his face. He's just got a weird face to me, and he looks ugly. Those three working together might have been yeah, hell too. Because like Lars and James dominate that band. So they're Kirk al- had they're to be, alphas. Yeah, they Kirk needed had a bit to be of a the little guy just happy to just be like, yeah, I'm here for the ride. I'll play what you want. Absolutely, that is a hundred percent true. Like there is Whereas there- Mustaine would punch you on with both of them. I reckon <laughs> literally three. And then they got the the best. Actually, the best moment of that whole doco. Sorry, we're gone from Parkway to Metallica. But yeah, sorry. Go some on. kind of monster is like it's on Netflix. Everyone, if you haven't watched it. You haven't watched it in a while Go watch it It's so fucking good Do the so one two punch Oh yeah absolutely Leave the underdogs Into some kind some of Some kind monster. of monster Is so much better But I don't care do uh, But then they do The, the bass triads right? Oh <laughs> Rob Trujillo Trig- yeah. Trig- yeah. Whatever you want to say Rob's like And then Lars like So do you know any Metallica First of all Asking the question on, Do you know Do you know any Metallica To someone who's auditioning For Metallica <laughs> yeah. Is on, such Lars. an unironically Funny uh, question to ask What a song to pick And then he goes Let's play battery He's playing on his fucking fingers yeah. He's finger picking it there it's unbelievable, <laughs> and, and, and it was cool to see like all the people that like, they got. Twi- Twiggy was one of them. Twiggy they got Ramirez, they yeah. got all these people from like Jane's Addiction. I think yeah. they got his bassist, and they got all these bassists from different bands. Man, imagine being in that spot, like where you get to just jam out with Metallica for a little bit. Would have been fucking cool. What about the fans that got to do that? Yeah, that was really cool as well. I would have been like, "Hey Lars, can I just play a song on drums?" What, what song? Would you play? Oh, I would have. Oh, that's a you great play question. one Metallica song for the rest of your life. <laughs> it would be Battery. Battery. Do you reckon you could play Battery? <laughs> I've got no idea. Yeah. I never tried, so <laughs> I tried fucking up. I just I give him the eyes, and I I, I, I fuck him during. That was always know. a tough one on guitar here, Metallica oh, as well. Such a tough. <laughs> but yeah, so and then and then what was produced was Saint Anger, which was an yeah. album that I don't have. I don't know how to talk about. No, it's the it's the weirdest album Weird ever. Because in that doco, it sounds so fucking good. Mm. Like the riffs that they're playing and the little snippets that they're playing. You're like, wow, this is going to be such a great album. They got the good parts in. Yeah, the doco. And, then, and then you listen to it. I tried, Nate, but I tried straight after listening to. Some kind of monster watching. Sorry, mm. I, I went. I'm going to listen to Saint Anger. Surely it's not as bad as what I remember it. I couldn't get through it. Three it's times se- worse. It's 75 minutes long, and every song goes for four minutes too long. It's it's the most mental shit ever. We listened to My World on Friday night after <sighs> Richmond lost, and someone someone actually messaged me saying, uh, "I can't wait for you to talk about Richmond this week, you flog." Oh, and I, I would say to that, um, it's Euros time. We only talk about the Euros. Yes, um, NBA <laughs> playoffs time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Fucking we don't talk June, about Richmond. Come on. More important things in the world, Jesus. like some kind of monster. We come out in September. But the, the chorus. In my world is the most repulsive part of uh, section of music I've ever heard in my life. It's mental because the rest of the song's so fucking sick, and that part is just the most repulsive shit ever. I don't even know how to describe it. What's what's an actual word to describe that, Nick? So I'm just thinking. So you got repulsive there? Garbage. Oh, garbage. Trash. trash. Oh, it's. Oh. You know what? It's your, it's your, it's, it's your welcome. I think it's, to remember. I think it's offensive. That's what I'm <laughs> yeah, looking it's for. Offensive. It's offensive to the fucking scene. Yeah. Anything, any you, kind of music. You know how Alf Wolf had the uh, the song R- "Restricted R Rating." Oh yeah. It should have been for that. Uh, that album should have been called "Restricted exactly. R Rating." Yes. You shouldn't have been able to like subject anyone under the age of eighteen to listen to that album because oh, there's so many people who defend that album, and the only reason they do, and I do too, in, in certain sections. Growing up with it. It's, yeah, because you were ten years old when you listened to it, and you're like, "Fuck yeah, Metallica rule." Also, Saint Anger and Frantic. Well, Frantic's still their best song, but Saint Anger still rules. Sandang is iconic, and the San Quentin um, Jail, yeah, like the great, video clip, is just video, mental. But back to Parkway. Yes. Parkway, so to see them on that run, yeah. so that was really special. And to see, like, the coolest part for me was looking back in the van, and they're like, what, where are you going to be in five years? And they're all just, like, joking around. Yeah. I think one of them said that they were actually going to still be doing it. I'm like, it's actually cool that 17 years later, or whatever it was, 
they're still yeah. like doing it. One of them, I think one of them said, I can't remember, it was something along the lines of like, yeah, so this band probably won't be a thing in five years. Yeah, five time. years. Like, yeah. And it's I like, it is cool. Like, it was Pig who yeah. actually managed. I never knew that he managed. That's Puck. pretty cool. Well, how smart is that? He's so, the most introverted person in that band as well. It's crazy. And he runs the show. And yeah. like, uh, uh, as a songwriter, like Ling is the one that writes all the music basically with Winston. But having the pig to run the, the like the whole offside of things and like the business side was amazing because you don't have to pay someone else. So yeah. all that money, like they say, goes into the production and the show. And like they said, it was a risk to do it, but it was to grow them for future, to play the festival headliners. I don't want to jump ahead, but I'm going to jump ahead really yes. quick. I, I think we're going to get New Parkway before the end of the year. Yeah, we will. I think surely. Yeah. I think surely we get at least a single. I think we're going to get an album probably early next year. Yeah. We if will. I had to put smart, smart money on it. They're waiting for the right timing. What, now what that, is the right time? For a band like Parkway, do they need a right time? Well, now that Europe's open with festivals yeah. and America's opening up with shows, they'll want to hit that market. So you reckon like they'll look for download next year or that kind of festival season? They'll in return and, and they'll do the European summer. Yeah. So they'll do the festival run that they did in 2019 next year or they'll do good things or they'll do unify or they'll do fucking download or they'll do well next year download australia fuck remember that i think (laughs) just on bringing up good things yeah i think good things so we now know that's done you reckon that's absolutely done with full tilt so i've got the date so full tilt announced to go to a what is it october october 20 something yeah yeah so i think it's october yeah october 23 at the top of my head so we got that so that's been pushed back to then whoever gets pushed back makes it really hard for fucking good things to happen doesn't it? that's why i just don't see it happening now so that's probably put the line through that but you never know you never know like unless they have something really crazy planned like a completely completely different bill yeah which is unlikely but yeah, who knows? We who, can book it and we don't... Well, we can't book it. We can, we can try. pretend to book it in our uh, heads. Fantasy but, um, booking's half the fun. It is half the fun. <laughs> we should do that in a couple of weeks. Now. Absolutely. Nathan, it's been an interesting year. 2021 oh, has been a very interesting year and we're at the halfway point, essentially. Halfway. Um, let's go over some of the, I guess, our favourite stuff that's happened this year because we, we, can, we can focus on negatives and we will probably get into some negatives at some stage. But I wanted to go over some of the, the highlights of this year. Easy. And we're going to start with... Go gigs? Let's go gigs, yeah. Well, and I've we'll, only got one gig, Nick. What gig? And it leads into the EPs after it because it's the star of EP launch. <laughs> Perfect. So I said after the night, it was the best show of the year it's yep. going to be and I don't think it'll be topped. Yep. And literally, I don't know if I've been at any other gigs this year. That's the only one yeah. I can actually remember. I got, I got a couple others. Yeah, okay. I think, I think Star's been my favourite, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed the Loon show. Yep, I really enjoyed Loon, and I really enjoyed the Earthbound show. I thought the Earthbound oh, show was a couple awesome. of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah nice. Relapse were fucking mental, and it was yep. awesome to see a band like Relapse get that. Yep, that reception. I thought that was very, very cool. Um, I will say there is this kind of weird thing about gigs this year, and I don't know. I have I've been to a few. I haven't been to a, a shit ton. Oh yeah, but it's, it's I don't like obviously things have been a little bit dire in the gig department, mm. and like you see big shows kind of get cancelled. I saw Jace Jace Mac comment um, about the um, like yo stop. Bloody going going on about like Polaris and Amity canceling and go to your fucking local show because yeah because they're your next kind of um they're the next chapter like, they're the ones know, coming to absolutely. try and get that that spot they're the one in four years time that hopefully will have those spots but yep. if you don't get the support initially you can't get to that spot yeah bands aren't going to sustain them and I guess quit. like yeah to kind of go off on a tangent because I love doing that oh. Nathan um like I, I kind of commented on it, I was like there is and I you know this as well we've done this many times like how fun. It is to kind of discover a band early, yeah, and and, it is. and kind of identify them as the future. Yep. There is something so cool about that. You almost take pride in it. You feel like you're, like, and this is not in a selfish way, but you feel like you're you're part of the reason. It's not even feel like you absolutely are part of the reason for their success. Yeah, well, when you listen to fucking Polaris, uh, when we see Polaris for the first time at the fucking Frankston Mechanics Hall, oh yeah, in front of fifty people, mm. and we go, 
they're pretty good. That yeah, guy. they're, they're right. right. Well before the guilt and the grief comes out or anything yep. like that, and you're like, okay, let's keep an eye on them. When you see Alfwolf play, and you're like, you see them start to turn around, and go, wow, like this band are pretty cool. When we see Thornhill release what we thought was like two songs, like I had two songs released, and we're like, okay, let's keep an eye out on mm. these. They're the bands that like, you know, they're the bands that you look at now. And you're like, fuck yeah, look at that. Like how sick is that to see? Yep. And I don't like. I think there is. And we always talk about like there's always fun of like you know being that guy is like you know I knew them before they were big and that is a part of music. There's something cool the hipster about code, that. Nick. That's Absolutely. what it is. Yeah, we all have that. There's always very fun. Exactly the same as like when bands get too massive, we stop liking them. Yeah, <laughs> like, we are off them. Like, it's something about it's like a good that. footy player. It's like yeah, all right, he's good at the start. Yeah, yep. okay, no, I don't like him. Yeah, absolutely, he's, he's overrated. Like as soon as it's he like gets a super big. coach pick, man. That's exactly how I am. But it is that. And, like there are countless bands that we've been on that ride with. Yeah. Um, and it's it, I think it's cool. I think for anyone who is kind of you know not sure of whether to go to a local show if you can just go to it man because like there is something cool about being in that room and kind of looking around being like this is we're a part of something here like this this band are going somewhere and yeah it's it's a very it is a weirdly special moment oh 100 percent, man and like you look at the bands that are releasing and have songs and stuff coming out so i'll go through a couple of eps but bands that we're talking about that will be that next gen so you yep. got bad love yeah life imitates art great ep one of probably the, the best so far for the year did the um Take over with them. They put on a decent show for their launch, but unfortunately now, like, there's not a lot of shows going on, so we don't know when we're going to see them next. Had the show with Void lined up. I've got the ticket for that. Don't know if that's going to happen, when that's going to happen. So uh, yeah. that's what I'm saying. We don't know what, what's going to happen, but you want to get out and watch these bands because they could be, as you say, the next one popping up. Remember one of the first scene shows we did when we did the show? We saw Wind Waker pop up. They yep. played with Earthcaller at the Workers Club, and yeah. we're like, holy fuck, that, that song. Like, what is that song? Off the top of my head, I've forgotten what it is. What's new that song? New Infinite? Yeah, New Infinite. I'm like, holy shit, this sounds like Bring Me the Horizon. This is really cool. This is a really cool band. And like, now they've got an album coming out. So hopefully they can progress and be yeah. like a bigger band. But yeah, like, and as you say, getting back to the Starve show, that was a great night. That was their their launch of that show. We didn't know how it was going to sell. We did yeah. the, the takeover the week before that. We were worried. The, we, we were. Well, they were worried. Like, Jordy, yeah. when he said, he goes, just can you like get, get a ticket? Just come. It's going to be fun. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, oh, is he like, does he know? Like, what does he know that we don't? Yeah. But to get to the show, to see it packed out to the way it was, that was a standout. And to see them put on the show they did. Because like you say, Alpha Wolf, we went from seeing them local and they were a decent band, but the production they've gone into the show now it makes them a big, big band. Yeah. Star felt like that. Absolutely. Band, so. And yeah, and the, and the scene supported them in kind. It was it was a they very did. it was a give and take kind of night. It was. And um, you know, we took tickets and they gave us a fucking killer show. And that's kind oh, yeah. of that's all you want. That's all you want in return when you buy 100%. a ticket is a fucking memorable show. And Starve are one to me, one of the only bands in the scene. Absolutely, probably the only band I've seen right now that I actually get FOMO for if I don't go to their show. The only yeah, show I've been, the like, only show I feel like I've what am I going to miss? The yeah. only show I haven't I've been annoyed that I didn't go to was when Star played with Ocean Sleeper and Outloved at like an AM PM or like it was yeah I got a ticket to that and I yeah I just didn't I just decided not to go I wasn't up to it for the mm. night and I was like I remember seeing the videos the next day I was like fuck I wish I went to that just for Star because I just think they're so fucking exciting right now. You mentioned Nausea as the EP, I, yeah. I, it's going to win EP of the year. Oh, easily. I, I, I know yes. it's, it's so dumb to say. I know it sounds very like dick righty but like I don't think anything's come close to fucking nausea I, I genuinely well, I think it's so the, fucking good that's the guilt and the grief that's the butterfly EP of probably I think the butterfly won the EP of the year when we did it back in the day from Pro 2018 so like you, you knew you're like this is going to be great and this is going to be a scene like a, a lamprey because the previous EP was pretty good was it oh god Top of my head, uh, uh, Mantis. Mantis, that's the one. I was like, I was gonna yeah. say spider. I was oh, like, yeah, I was, gonna, I was like, what insect? Yeah, is this fucking I, was, I, was, I was gonna get there eventually, but yeah, man, praying mantis. I'm thinking of yeah. that, but mantis was good, but the elevation to nausea was completely different. Yeah. So 
to see them, as you say, that's probably the favourite. Going to be very hard to top. So uh, that's paying a dollar ten right now yeah, for, probably, for a brown probably load. even fucking yeah. lower, mate. So, but as you say, any any other EPs? Have you? Um, I really like the days like e- these EP. Got that, um, yep. I quite enjoy that one. Other than that, I I didn't really feel Unity like, Texas maybe last. Yeah, time? I didn't mind that one. Like it's it's hard. Like EPs are different. Like in the sense that I haven't really listened. Like besides giving it a couple of spins, the Unity Texas one hasn't really done that much for me. Devil Wears Prada. I don't care for them. I just don't. They're not my sound. Not I, my sound. Completely. From that. our local scene. Yeah. Maybe not entrenched into the scene, but yeah. kind of an indie kind of rockish, punkish band. Chasing Ghost, Nick Brown. Yes, so, absolutely. Their EP, uh, I've got it written down here, but their EP that they dropped this year, I've been listening to it during the week, mate. They Summer is such a great song. Uh, home, the Homelands EP is what it's called. Yeah. So I've, that's one of my favorite EPs yeah. of the year. And they're one of those in the style of like slowly, slowly Smith Street Band kind of wave that, really progress and do something cool in yeah. the scene so they're, G- they're one for me and Jimmy Kyle is so so important to the progression of the scene as well yes. like much more than people will ever give him credit for yes He's absolutely so chasing goes forward. Um, Nate let's go to albums the albums have been fucking uh, sparse yeah sparse I was gonna say I was like sparse or sparse we'll I was, sparse. Yeah, I'll say sparse you say sparse okay <laughs> so one of us is right uh, David I'll give a couple yeah I've got two um, I've got I've got a, I've got a couple that are outside the scene and I kind of had to give yep. it that one because I knew there just aren't that many um, Tyler the Creator's new album that came out on Friday yes call oh, me, I haven't listened to it yet call good. me if you get lost it's really fucking good um, I really love Nothing Nowhere's album Drama Factory which yeah, kind of is, is kind of in the scene and some parts yep. kind of is and, and I really love. I think Slow Ties Tyrone is um, Tyrone. Sorry, is the probably the album of the year for me in terms of the heavy scene. It's the two UK boys. It's While She Sleeps and, and Hacktivist. Hacktivist. Yep. they're the only two that really have energized me. Architects didn't do it for me this year, and it's mental to think that Architects was this year. And then Deadlights, <laughs> as we talked about last yeah, week. Yeah, Deadlights is still around the mark. Yeah, it's but it's. I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's album of the year material. Maybe maybe I just still haven't got it. Like you know what I mean? Like you know, some people like you know, maybe you just don't get deadlights. And I'm like, no, I, I've I've got deadlights all the way up until this point. Like I don't think you could just say now. Like it's like tools. Like you know what I mean? It's like I'm not too dumb for this fucking music. You know you, what I mean? you do get the music, and like you say, but I'm the same with you. So Sleep Society, while she sleeps, yeah, cracking. That's just a really good. Listen. I think that's the album of the year so far. Yeah, for, me. for our scene especially, Hacktivist Hyperdialect came out last week. Still yeah, in the listening. I, I'm in the realm, still listening to that on the um, rotation. As you say, a couple in the scene, but kind of not that we talk about frequently. Landmarks. Had a really cool album, yeah. Lost in the Waves, came out a couple of weeks ago. Actually, a couple of months ago. Sorry, it's mate. I'm in a, in a fucking time warp here. Oh, to be fair, like some of those albums. When I was looking at yeah. like albums that still have come out in 2021, I was like, what the fuck? Like, this seems like oh, so long. Your ago. Welcome came out this year. <laughs> it feels know, like it was three years ago. So, <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, besides that, a couple of ones that I like. Another band, Teenage Wrist. I don't know if you've heard this album. No. It's really cool. Earth is a black hole. I really, really enjoyed that. What's the style? Uh, they're kind of, kind of movements, kind of yeah, indie, kind of emo, kind of band. Um, Sly Withers. Yes. We listened to that twice the other night on the way in. Absolutely. I don't know if you... Yeah. Was- yeah, so uh, uh, Gardens is the actual album name. It's really cool. Um, I haven't really listened to it, but Era's self-titled album gets a mention like yeah. in the UNFD album. People like that. And ones that I haven't enjoyed, obviously, You're Welcome. And the yeah. de- the Offspring album just killed me. It just I, broke me. I, Nathan, because of like what it's done to you emotionally, I haven't oh. really listened to that album at all. Yeah, it's, it's defeated me as a man. And <laughs> I don't like bringing it up. But like you say, a couple that will come out later on in the year. Yeah. What's your most excited one to preview? What are you looking so forward to? in terms of new music coming forward, yes. I, I know it's an obvious one for me, but every time I die, I'm still waiting for. Well, we've got no news on that. Yeah. I've got that here as well. Like, we haven't actually uh, got a date. We haven't got a name. We haven't got anything. We know that they've uh, written it. <laughs> but I think the two ones that I know that are going to be coming out, Gravemind. Um, we know Gravemind's going to be coming yes. out. They're going to have an album this year. Well, they've said that. They might be pushed yep. back. Who knows? Um, and Void of Vision are going to have new music by the end of this year. For sure. And I'm really yep. excited for Void of Vision because what I'm seeing... 
um, when they comment on it is that it's going to be really like kind of it's going to be really EDM inspired. It's Experimental. Gonna be really it's going to be really rave. I kind of like, essentially it's going to be like the Blade soundtrack. It's going to be like just kind of that but metalcore. And I'm like I'm really excited to see what kind of where they can push it because Void Division are a band who are I really loved um, Hyper Days. I kind of made no qualms about. It. I really like that album, but I don't know if that's going to be that's going to be the band, the sound that kind of pushes them to the next level. And if they can really push their sound forward to what the song like Adrenaline did for them, you know maybe. That's going to be their ticket to the no ticket to the big times a bit of a, a bit of a wanky thing to say, but like you know tickets to the to that next level, I guess. Yeah, well, I think with Void, like you say, they're a band that will try something new. Like yeah. they're they're not afraid to actually come out. Like you said, like Adrenaline's a killer track, yeah. and that was so off the cuff. We we're like, oh, what is this? Like this is going to be really cool. And like you say, if they do go down that route, which they they potentially will, yeah. it's going to be awesome. And I can't wait to see their live show. But a couple for me, Spirit Box, The Eternal Blue, yes. coming September seventeen, Woo! is going to be. A monster that is album. so long away. Oh, Fuck. Nick, that's <laughs> fucking my birthday comes before yeah, that. No. Feels like it's three years away. But um, Trash Boat also. Yes. Another, they got an album I'm keen to hear. Um, it's called Don't You Feel Amazing. So that's coming August 13, a month before that, which is going to be good. To Octavia's EP, Summer in a yeah. World, Not of the Dream, July 17, a couple of weeks away. On Slow's EP comes out next week, which is going to be really good. And then, yeah. like we said before, Parkway will have new music later in the year. Northlane are probably going to have new music yeah, well, later in the they've year. They've completely recorded their new album. Exactly. Like, so, so they'll at least have a single. Whether they wait for festival run with Full Tilt, like, I don't know. They'll probably yeah. drop a song for Full Tilt, uh, I'd imagine so, Nick. So, so we'll get that. And then Wind Waker, the other one, the, the local. Well, who fucking knows to. what Wind Waker are doing with well, their lives right now? The problem with the bands in our scene... There's no shows like booking tours and gigs like around the album dates and release yeah. dates. It's so hard at the moment. I want to I want to talk about songs now. I, I kind of yes. the, the songs that I picked are, are songs that aren't really attached to albums because I kind of want to keep it. I don't really mind how how everybody goes about their their best songs because I think if you when you choose uh, EPs like say Nausea by Starve, yes. you can get an idea of what songs are the best kind of thing of that of that album. Uh, can I talk about something that came out a couple of days ago, Nathan? Oh, yes, correct. Yes, make them suffer. Contraband, yes. I, they were like in our first countdown. We've done three countdowns so far. To Been top countdowns. fifteen every single countdown. Yeah, twenty seven was the highest placing big band because the first countdown we did was specifically essentially for the locals. Yeah. Second countdown was Hollywood Heart, which came number two, and then Erase Me came what top five? I think it was. It did yeah. Any of those three songs could have won those countdowns, realistically, right? Well, they've been the most consistent band, haven't they? Yes, of the Backbone era, as we're going to call it now. This could be the song that fucking wins them. This song is fucked. I absolutely love this track. And it's so, like, unabashedly make them suffer. But it doesn't sound like any other make them suffer song. There's something that feels like, it feels like a similar band. It's almost like, but they've just turned it up to 11. It's like Stone Cold Steve Austin, Nathan, before he turned into Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's going to turn that little wire up and go a bit spinal tappy because my one goes up to 11, not 10. The King of the Ring promo, Nick. You're saying that where just the the market just went boom and he just smashed down the the glass that was in his intro and that was it. Make them suffer 316 said that I just wrote the song of the year. That's what I did. That is completely (laughs) fucked. No, but like you say, um, I thought Erase Me was the best song. Like personally to me, I thought that was the most complete song, the best hook that they've had, the best chorus, the best written song. But this... The chorus is just as good, if not better. Yep. And the actual style of the song, getting a feature like Courtney, Courtney from Spirit Woo! Box, her feature's great. The whole part, the video, the clip itself is monstrous. The riff work, the drums are always on point. Yeah. Like, honestly, if they continue with this style, with the big melodies, the big hooks, and the hard style that they got, yeah. they could become my favorite band in the scene, Nick, because they are- They're up there, man. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Like so They've cool. progressed with each song that we've heard on the show, which makes me love them even more. And the album last year was great, full of absolute bangers throughout. And to follow up with this 
in a year, like you say, that we haven't had a lot of standout. Like yeah. the singles, Nick, I, I looked, there's a lot of songs that I'd have in the 60 to 100 range yeah. of our countdown so far that have been released. This is an easy top five to 10 song, like without Absolutely. a shadow of a doubt. So yeah, I was really excited. The, I love Booker's performance on this. I love the fact that they've at the start, they really kind of highlight the keys because sometimes mate, and stuff, I do kind of, you know, go for the more symphy tones of just kind yes. of having something, you know, a bit more Halo-esque in the background. Uh, but this time just kind of going for the straight up keys, almost like a, uh, an homage to their older style. Um, yeah, it's just a fucking fantastic track. Do you have do you have a track? Sorry, Nathan. Uh, Death Wish, Nick, as I've yes. mentioned a few times by um, San Atlantic and yes. uh, Nothing, Nothing Nowhere, Nowhere, which was really cool. That blew, it blew me away when I heard that song, Nick. Showed you on the way into a footy game yep. and unfortunately spoiled it for you. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> but um, nah, I, I listened to that song. It's two and a half minutes of absolute just bliss. I love that track and I think that's probably my favorite song of the year. You know you know a song that we listened to on Friday night that I think could be one of our favorite songs of the year? Oh, was it Manchester Super Reds number one fan <laughs> by Tone Broco, Nick? Is that where you're going? Absolutely. You I, bastard. I, 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 this, songs like this is why the UK are so like important and how much they push the scene forward because they are like bands like uh, Don Broco, Don Broco, whatever the fuck you call it. Uh, Don Broco? Brocco, Brocco, Don Brocco, I call him. But where are So Don let's just rock with that. The, the Don Brisbane Broncos. <laughs> We're gonna go. Could be Brocco, nigga. Uh, Italian. Uh, I'm an Italian. Dare. You know. Don't you dare. <laughs> uh, and uh, like into Shikari, that they are so yeah. important, and they're they're one of few bands who do kind of like incorporate the electronic element in a very tasteful way. Uh, is the best way of putting it. Not without getting all trendy about it. And. Uh, this song's so good. I, song. I just love it. It's so bouncy. It's so boppy. It's so catchy. It's, it's like just... a train noise at the start. <sighs> Ghost Roy out there. It's, it's literally, that's what I think of it as. It's so good. Uh, other songs I have, not even Dreg Internet. Um, I really, really love it. Great Dre- song. Um, North Lane, uh, Clockwork, which actually came out this year, which I, which I thought was wild. I thought it came out last year. Part but of it, the playlist I got, yep. Absolutely. Yep. Um, and I really love Mirrors um, behind Beneath the Sand. Um, beneath the Sand, yep. Which is excellent, and Pride Land's heavy, heavy tongue. Heavy tongue, yeah, yeah good heavy song. Tongue's a really great song as well for the locals. A couple of other ones that are outside of our scene. I really like Lord's new song, Lord Solar Power. I think wow. it's really fucking good. Yep. And I really like Mod Sun's Flame, um, Flames. Ever since I saw that performance on Jimmy Kimmel, I think it was. That was so cool. Um, I was like, man, this song's really great. And it I think was. The, I still think the live performance is like leaps and bounds better than the recorded version. But I still listen to both versions pretty happily. Mm. Do you have any other songs? Today? I got Mania by Rumors. I yes, was, uh, absolutely. I think that is a dead ringer for a top probably twenty-ish song. I th- reckon. Sleep and both that and The Sound of Rain by Two Octavia are both massive tracks. And like you say, the two standout EPs, probably Bad Love and um, Star, but On Account of My Emptiness is one of my favorite tracks. And then obviously Feel Good, which is probably the the boppiest riff that we got of the year so far. So we got a good list of tracks there, as you say. And there's a lot of others that aren't quite in the range yet that are like top 20-ish songs, but those are probably my favorites. Yeah, and it's like when you talk about it like that, the year hasn't been too terrible. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we, I do think we are, yeah, it hasn't been a hell of a lot going on, but I want to go to my unpopular opinion, Nathan, if that's all right with you. Let's do it, Nick. Uh, again, I'm going to keep this underrated, overrated kind of style for the future, for the time being at least. I think that 2020 was underrated in terms of the actual amount of music we got. We got a shit ton like, of music. Like, looking back, man, like, you look at the best albums we got, you know, from DBSR to Make Them Suffer to Alpha Wolf to Love to Code Orange. Like, there are, to Ocean Grove to Polaris, like, Polaris is, like, number 15 in our countdown. Yeah. Like, that's pretty wild. Slowly, and, slowly. But slowly, slowly. Yeah. Like, there's just, like, to me, like, we looked back and we were like, you know, 2020's not going to give us a huge amount, and... Yeah, you know, even looking back at the countdown, like songs like Hyper Hyper and Pain is Power, sorry, another one, mm. another album and song from Justice from the Dam. It just felt like 
last year we I think we thought Took it for granted, it, maybe. Yeah, I think we did absolutely. It, we thought it wasn't that big of a year, and maybe it's taken the first six months. And again, this isn't us saying the six the first six months are bad, and every everyone who's released music is awful and should feel bad about that. But it's it's just us saying I think the quantity. It hasn't quite been there. The quality's been around the mark, around the mark, maybe not on the mark, but around it. I don't, I just think 2020, like you look back at those, I was looking at the 100 countdown. There are bops all the way through there. Like Mental. really good songs. Songs down, down in the 40s and 50s. And I was like, man, that could have been top 10. No stress about it. And I just think like, you know, like even in a, in a quarantine era and in an era that we spent, mo- most of our time was spent in homes and you know not being able to work and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, I think that the music scene did such a great job in keeping us preoccupied. Um, where you know, other other entertainments didn't really do that. You know what I mean? Like it was just it was crazy. And I think that even on an outside of the heavy music spectrum, I think there was just a lot of great music. Um, I I was really looking back. I think it's a really great yeah. I've got a stiff list, Nick. So yeah. I when we do our hundred, I write like a hundred other songs that aren't in the hundred. So I'm just gonna go through bands. I'm not gonna say the songs, yeah. but so. They might not have been in the 100, but Lamb of God had an album last yep. year. Violent Soho had an album last year. Yep. And Shikari had an album yes. last year. Um, Amua had an album last yes. year. So, like, we had all these bands and had an album last year. Yep. MGK album. We had fucking all these bands. We had Bad Juju EP. Dream State had an EP. Teeth had an EP. Neck Deep had an album. Invent Animate. Um, Whatever Forever had an EP. Like, oh, Year wow. of the Knife had an album. Um, Ghost Inside, I know we're not going to talk about it a lot, but they had an album. Slowly, Slowly album. Amity wasn't very good, but they had an album. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Poppy. Um, like, it popped off. Sharp Tooth. Like, we had a huge. lot of bands, Nick. I don't know if that's just mental, isn't it? Like you look at the, you look at it like that, and I, I hope that we don't take this year. Or, um, we're not just taking this year for granted. This time next year, we'll Case be saying the exact same thing. Case of Strain, exactly. Santa Atlanta, yours truly. Yeah, the boundaries, the boundaries album was one of my favorites. Like Monster Flames, absolutely killed it with oh like a straight God. up metalcore release. Which is really Death good. Deftones had an album. Uh, yeah, Deftones. Like it was just really good. It was just a really, really solid year. That um, it's I think Stand, Stand Atlantic and Yours Truly both had albums last year. Yeah, as well. mentioned them. Yeah, like, they're, they're it's Currents just had an album. Fucking yeah. mental, isn't it? Like Currents, we didn't even put a song in the hundred. Didn't put it in the top fifteen of the albums. Like these they're two hundred in my stiff list, Nick. Yeah, they were lucky to fit, get in, but they're in. Fit for a king, like yeah, fit they, for a king. Yep. Like, there was just a lot there. Like I've, uh, yeah, again, I hope we don't look at it this time next year and go like, oh well, what a great year twenty twenty one was. But like, I think we were expecting more for this year because of COVID. We're expecting everyone to like kind of be ready. Everyone's written songs and they're. Yeah, exactly. Yep. But obviously, you know, that hasn't been the case yet. And a lot of that might be still because, you know, lockdown is still kind of in effect in a lot of places. And unfortunately, you know, people aren't being able to get out as much. And, you know, I think everyone, uh, rightfully so, is probably taking care of their mental more than anything, For which sure. is what you should be doing. But um, yeah, like I, I hope the second half of the year does deliver on a bigger basis because I think it needs to. Um, but yeah, like I, the year as a whole, knife. if you had to summarize in a you know, quick little sentence or two. Um. We're getting there. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah. So we're getting there. So I think, as you say, Nick, we've had decent releases. The quality over the quantity is definitely the on-point thing. But you need the big bands delivering on an album basis in the year. So, so yeah. far, while She Sleeps have nailed it, we think they've done a great job. Hacktivist popping back up into the scene, doing a great thing. But then yeah. you got bands. If Architects nailed that album, this year would have felt bigger than what it is right and, now. And a day to remember. And like- a day to remember. If you get those two releasing good, good albums, like massive albums, the year itself feels like it's a big year. And like yeah. you got a band during the week. Don't know if you want to talk about the album, but Beartooth released an album this yeah, week. So did, Below yeah. popped up this week. So you have the bands like that. If they're doing good things, it feels like it's a big deal. What do you think of the uh, album anyway? I quite enjoyed yeah. the album, surprisingly. I thought it was too. So oh, actually, I actually, I go back through the ranks. Disgusting is going to be, it's going to be on a pedestal forever because yeah. 
Caleb obviously came out of, I think it was a rehab thing, sang about it, and it was deep. Like the lyrics were just so on point and then fitted the music perfectly. And from that, it's been hard to replicate that. Yeah. It's kind of, he's been muddled about what to sing about. But this album, Nick, through the COVID lockdown, going through the struggles of that, he kind of found something that he could sing about and actually attest to the music. It felt like it fitted better. Yeah. So, yeah. Do you want to do you want to talk about the album? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. It. It, it is one of those albums where like, yeah, this is what, their fourth album? Fourth album. Fourth album. They've yep. released, obviously, the sick EP, which is pretty highly regarded. Red Bull Records, everything. Uh, Red Bull Records. Get around everything. it. I got a, I'm not a really a Red Bull fan myself. Bilson's Red Bull and Jaeger. When are we going to get a thing? So we cross-faced the Jaeger bomb. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we, need to, we need to put them all together. I like the sound of it. Uh, yeah, it, it's a really strong record. It's something that, like, the only the only issue I have, and like, it's not really much of an issue, like, some, of the, some riffs do feel a little bit, you know, stock at times. There are a lot of structures that are very, like, you know, Beartooth, same, same. Beartooth have a very similar structure in most of their songs. You know, it has a bit of feedback at the start, has some kind of either riff or vocal thing, and then it comes in on the big moment. Bah, 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 da, 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 da. That's every fucking Beartooth song. Right? Da, 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 da. And, and it's not bad. If it sounds good, it doesn't matter. You know, like formulas and like things that are standard and stock aren't bad as long as they're written well. You know what I mean? Like it, you can have the same fucking uh formula every song yep. if the riffs are good no one's going to give a shit you know that's exactly like yeah that's why like sometimes you have a problem with certain albums you might not have problems with others even though they have the same structure all the way through mm. um i the only song i didn't really like and it was more because i wish they did more of it was the closing track because i just wish they had vocals over it i thought it was really exciting the last song so like it shocked me nick yeah it's so like um having a fucking yeah i don't instrumental. know i don't know what to say it's like four and a half minutes it's a, it's an instrumental track heavy as shit the riff my yeah, god it's so good but it's could have done like, something more with it it's the most interesting bear truth of sound in a couple of albums. And I just wish, I understand why, you know, they didn't put any vocals over it, but like for replay value purposes, I just wish they had some vocals. I just, yep. cause I'm not going to, I'm not going to go back and listen to that. I know in the context of the album, it might, it works kind of well. And I know I see some people saying it's like their favorite song and I get that, but I know I'm not coming back to that song unless there's vocals over it. I might put my own vocals over it. There Who fucking knows? Why not Nick? Do that for next week. <laughs> yeah, what was your favorite track? I got one. Oh, okay. Go. Dominate. I reckon, I reckon it's their best track yeah. they've written since Disgusting. Ooh, Put it cool. out there. I like that. Blast Beats. Yeah. I reckon the, the hook- huge the, Blast Beats, yeah. The hook on that is the best on the album, I think. Yeah. And it's he- it's the heaviest song they've written since Disgusting. So I, I'm not saying just because it's heavy, it's good. But I think the, the way this track's written, it's the best track on the album. I don't mind that. I I, I think they've got... Um, I don't mind the opener. I think the opener's really strong. I thought the uh, answer's good too. Second last track. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The answer's a good, slow little build to that as well, which it is. is nice. Devastation was one of their pre-releases, which I really, really enjoyed. Yeah. They got. A, I think they've got one little kind of um, interlude tracky in the middle there or towards the end. But uh, They I, ripped off a Bloom song, Phantom Pain. They did. They did fucking rip off a Bloom song. I actually quite like that song too. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, I, fucking, <laughs> I, don't, know who, album, I don't know who wrote it better. Well, Gravemind have Phantom Pain as well. Oh, no. who, who's done better? Beartooth, Bloom, Gravemind, rank them in order right now. Uh, I'm going to go... Was Gravemind first? Um, who was first? Bloom was first. Bloom's first, so they're one. Gravemind copied them, so they're two. And Beartooth's three because they copied that, both of them. That is the best answer I've heard. <laughs> That's all I can say. I don't want to piss I'm anyone off. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. But um, as you say, dude, I, I thought the album artwork sucks. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Besides that, though, I think Caleb's done a great job. I think he's not rediscovered themselves with this album, but it sounds that the last two were a little bit lost for me. I think the last one was especially more rock. This is more kind of metalcore again and hardcore in style. There's a lot of rock elements in there, but I think he's found his style a little bit better. Yeah. And writing-wise, I think it's stronger than the other two albums. So 
I was really, I've really enjoyed it this yeah. weekend. I, yeah. There's, there's still that must see live band. Um, whenever they come oh, out, these songs next. are gonna go off. There's yeah. a couple on there, dude. Oh Absolutely. my god! And like, even like, I'm when I saw them on the Disease tour, I was like, I saw it and I was like, okay, this is um all the songs from Disease that I weren't wasn't a huge fan of. They all went nuts. They the all to- went absolutely nuts. Oh, I'm a sucker for the title track. It's been in a couple Disease. Of, oh, I've been it's been a couple of playlists I put in yeah. this year, and I'm a sucker for that. They song. opened up with I think it was Bad Listener. They opened up with, and when that Bad kicked in, Listener. that was wild. That's heavy. Yeah, that it's a heavy song. Wild. Yeah. Like everyone was going absolutely bonkers Dizzy Rascal style. Oh, mate. Or Dominate, when they play that live, that's going to be raucous. And that's the only problem now. They have like four albums and they're going to, the more albums they release, the less they're going to play off Disgusting, (laughs) which is just like, which is more of a personal problem for us, but you know, whatever. Nave, uh, pot shots, quick questions and quick answers. Must admit, two of my pot shots have been talked about during the uh, the episode so far. I've only got one left. Well, that's fine. So I'm going to let you go first. I'll I'll roll with a couple for you then, Nick (laughs) Brown. Um, Nick, this popped up during the week. Yep. I don't, uh, I don't know how you're going to answer this, but JJ will do better on his own than he's done with these nuts, yay or nay? Nay. Um, did, did you hear the song? No, I haven't. It's good? No, it's not good. I, I don't want to talk about okay, it. Okay, I know. <laughs> um, no, he will always be better with these nuts. These yes. nuts is the original. I, I think there's not many There's not many solo guys who could do it, even like when Gerard Way went away from Mike M. There's no like... There's no groundbreaking moment for Gerard yeah, like, Way that you're like, all right, this is better than Mike M. Yeah. It, was the same, it was the same with Surge from System. Like, Surge did a great solo album. I think he yeah. won a Grammy for it, but... No one's going to think Surge's Surge, Surge, solo, solo career is better yeah. than System. Mate, when you're in a band that makes it, you're in that... That's your image. Like, Mick Absolutely. Jagger's failed from the Rolling Stones. He's in the Rolling Stones. You're in the Rolling Stones. Freddie Mercury tried it with fucking Queen. Yeah. Go back to Queen, mate. That's your thing. Like, just <laughs> Go back to Queen. Singers, stay in your band when you make it. Just please don't get off. Just get rid of the drummers like a normal Yeah, band. well, just fuck us all off. That's, that's, that's exactly the right way to be. There you go, Nick. I got my one, Nathan. <clears throat> Bands with Vs in their name that don't belong are worse than the new, newer day to remember album, yay or nay. Bands with Vs in their name that don't belong. So I got, I'm just thinking of Bands Void of Vision. Um, no, no, so, they belong. Those those Vs belong. Oh, I'm ta- so, I'm talking, oh landmarks. I'm talking landmarks. I'm oh, talking, yes. talking offside. Oh, I'm you bastards. <laughs> they have a good song, Nick. Psych. Psych was outside. Was that the song? Was it? They have blood. No, the one for this year. They one that I was going to talk about in the songs that released this year. They got one. It's actually pretty good. I've forgotten it, but yeah, dude, I'm I'm with you. The fucking the the trend putting the triangles in instead of V's and the the opposite (laughs) A's and just get out of here, boys. I don't like it at all. If Void Division do this, I'm off. I'm off them too. (laughs) How would they even do it? I don't know. I don't know. The V and the V and the V. Yeah. What if they turn their V's upside down? It looks like A. It looks like A's instead of V's. You're listening, Void Division. Don't do it. I will hunt you down. Just write your fucking Blade soundtrack. And give it to us. <laughs> I will find you, Nick Brown. Yes. Two that. Oh, okay. I'm going to give you two, but this one first. Yes. This is a big one. What's the ideal timeline to announce when you are dropping a new single? Okay. So how long beforehand? So I'm talking bands that will pop up and say they got a song coming out in three weeks. Is three weeks too long? Is a week too long? Like I like bands that pop up. Like, make them suffer. Contraband, we heard nothing. Yeah. And Popped up out of nowhere. Do you like that, or do yeah. you like knowing that a song's coming? I think when you're a big band, you can get away with having no build-up. Parkway dropped Wishing Wells on a dime. Out of nowhere, yep. And it was like, you know, they're Parkway. Everyone stops what they're doing. Bring they're, Me Do It All The Time. Bring Me Do It All The Time. Yep. Make the Suffer gave it a day's notice because they were getting played on Triple J, Triple J on yep. the Wednesday. They released it officially on the Friday. Yes. I don't mind when bands do that. When you're a local, it's a little bit different. I think everything's a little bit different when you're coming up as a band. Yeah. Like, you can't really just take everything that other bands are doing because it just won't necessarily work for where no. you are. Um, 
I don't know where, like, with with a single, I think, you know, you should probably do some sort of just, I think, just posting about anything just to kind of get people, you know, thinking Excited about you. It. Yeah. Not even just announcing the song, just being like, just posting a fucking guitar playthrough of an old song and being like, big, I don't, I don't even care about the big things coming, like the token, like, you know, watch this space, all that crap. Because I think it, it works. Like, yep. people, at least it puts it in your mind. Okay, like, let's keep an eye out for this. You know, like, when Dylan dropped in, um, like, when we talked to him, he said, like, we'll have, have a new album in 2021. It's yeah. Like, yeah, we don't know when. We have no idea when. There's, That's there's, exciting, there's, isn't it? There's 12 months in 2021. Yeah. Like, it could be it's on Christmas. Some stage. Yeah, yeah, it could be on Christmas for all I care, but it's still, yeah. that's still part of his thing. It gives him a year break. Um, when do you think it's too long? But like when bands- like, For singles, I yeah. don't- uh, Look, you shouldn't be- um, teasing a single more than two weeks, really. I agree. I think for I think for EPs, people are, are do it too long as well. I when think, do you think the cutoff should be? Uh, uh, albums, EPs, everything. I think it should be short. I think you, if you announce an EP, say you say you drop a single, right? Yeah. You drop a single on that single. You usually say we've got an EP coming out. I think it only should. I think it should only be two or three weeks. Yeah, I'll because what, yeah. what's the point in having six weeks of build? There's because people forget about you. Absolutely, absolutely. I don't mind if someone came out and said we got a week. We got a if you released a song on a Wednesday, right? Because Wednesdays are usually the single days. They are. So you release Wednesday. And you go Triple J. Yep. Next Friday is when the EP comes out. I'd be fucking dope. I'd be uh, stoked on Starved that. Starved did that. Absolutely. Yeah. They did. They had a fourteen day. I think it was fourteen day run. They had. Yeah. Uh, and I think they dro- they said to us. They said they dropped content on every single day to build up to build hype and to keep people in, keep them in their mind. Keep them in the loop. Yep. That's all you have to do. It's all you have to do as a band. It's not that. It's, it isn't like I shouldn't say it's not that hard. But it's like you know there are just little things that bands can do to help themselves. Nathan, that's all you got to do. Help yourself. Mm. I got a last one. Yes. Another discussion point. Yep. Courtney LaPlante versus Poppy. Who are you taking for the rest of their career? For the rest of their career? Yes. Oh, this is tough, actually, because Courtney is... I much enjoy her vocals a lot better, but Poppy's ceiling is a lot higher. Um, I think... I think Spirit Box have the potential. I genuinely think Spirit Box have like head, festival headliner potential. Yeah, I agree. I really do. I think they have. They've shown the range, and um, Courtney has shown that she is an absolute superstar. Absolute superstar kills any track, whether it's a cover, whether it's a feature, whether it's her own track. I actually had that up. I was going to give you a quiz question about it. Yeah, she's featured in about fifteen different songs. Yeah. And Pe- she goes want, everywhere. That's the thing that she wants in to, demand. People uh, want she wants to, to do it. it. Yeah, yep. and that's crazy. Like you know, that's, I think it shows like how like hot they are right now. Um, yeah, I take Spirit Box, but I understand Poppy. You know, have that kind of like you know, I don't want to just bring up another uh, band of similar ilk, but like they have that kind of baby metal feel where it is yeah, like that. Sure. It is kind of like that baby. Me- you know, baby metal are massive, like well, are an- absolutely massive. That's another EP. Contender as well, the yeah. poppy one. Was it eight? Was it cool? Yeah, eight? it was. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, so a couple of heavy, tr- like uh, as you say, really, really cool. Yeah. And to get the Spirit Box album coming, yes. September seventeen, Woo! Eternal Blue, Nick. So that's going to be engraved oh, into my fucking mind. I'm quizzing you now, Nick Brown. Yeah, absolutely. Let's go to quiz, baby. All right, Nick. Quiz question one: True or false? Yes. Ollie Sykes features on the new Lotus Eater song. Well, it's false. You're tricking me. Something's happened. They've got two songs. They've got two songs, and that's the not the latest song because I know he's on it. But he's not, there's going to be another song in between. False. No, Nick, it's true. Damn it! And, um, <laughs> it popped up on Friday. The song's called Obliterate. It's... I feel like you had an. Ant- yeah, I feel like if I said it was true, you'd say I was wrong as well. Nick, Nick, Nick no, I've only got the one answer. I'll show you, but I'm not going to give you the answer to the question. Two, because <laughs> yeah, I almost okay, did just then. But Nick, it's called Obliterate, and it slaps <laughs> harder than when I slap you. So you've, psyched, you've psyched me out so much. I'm deliberately <laughs> putting it wrong. <laughs> I'm such an asshole at this game. And Nick, too. It's Lotus Eater again, Nick Brown. Where are Lotus Eater from, Nick Brown? Are they from A Wales? Yes. B England. Yes. C Ireland. Yes. Or D. Scotland. I think they're from Wales. Yeah, 
Wales? No, I'm not really sure. Oh, okay. But I'm going to go Wales because, from, oh, yeah, because you know, Wales bombed out of the Euros today. So I'm going to go rugby team. I'm going to go Wales. Well, they like in, they, they like rugby. Yep. They like their football. Yep. And they like Lotus Eater. Yep. And the Valleys. Yep. Four. So now? Ah, uh, no, it's not Nick. It's <laughs> they're from Scotland. They're from, ah, Gla- yeah, they're from Glasgow. But um, cool band, Lotus Eater. I really Absolutely. like them. Check out this song, everyone out there. Three. What song has more streams on Spotify, Nick Brown? Is it Stuck Out, Who You Are, or Bleed You Out by Gloom in the Corner? Mm, I'm going to go Stuck... I'm going to go Stuck Out because I think they would get better playlisting. So, hmm. so you're going to be on one of those punk playlists? Yeah. Like the popular that's, ones. That's yeah, not really, pop, I'm not confident on this, punks. but... Yeah, who is it? Uh, yeah, they, they are, Nick. So they are correct. That is them by 35K. And good stuff to both bands because they've both got 300 plus thousand streams Woo! on those songs. Happy days. Nick Brown... What's a party's new EP called? Is it A fade? Fuck. B made. Fuck. C gauge. Fuck. Or D rage. Fuck. They're all great fucking names for an EP. I never thought until I wrote them how cool they all sound for um, EP names, Nick. But which one I'm is gonna it? gonna go A. A fade. Yep. Well, there you go. That's our next EP name's called Fade because it's not that. What is it? Uh, Nick, it's not B made. It's rage. It's not C Gage. It's Rage. It's D Rage. <laughs> My clue was going to be famous band, like ah, tie it not in, not but bad. like it really goes hard. I've been listening yeah. to this over the weekend. Something worth listening to for everyone, as well as the Lotus Eater song. But Nick, that is a really good name for an EP. Something worth something. No, something worth listening to. Oh, that's our next EP. That's name, genuinely Nick. a really sick name for an EP. Don't take that, anyone else. Something there. we will hunt you down. And something we will worth find you. something worth listening to. I'm yeah. going to write that down. Or album name. But Nick Five, <laughs> how many Gizfest festivals have happened over the years? Oh man, if you talk to somebody who's been to one, they've probably said the, the Gizfest. They're never, still there. Yeah, the Gizfest never dies. <laughs> <laughs> um, any question? Any um, ideas, Nick? How many have happened over the years? Um, I'm going to go ten. No, I don't think it's ten. Six. Ah, uh, close. Yeah, what is it? Four. Ah, out of I business thought that now. was more than that. Well, oh, they, they stopped. They, they stopped yeah. doing them. So it was about 2015, 16 when they started doing yeah. them. I think it went to about 2019. So losing a little bit of money. But for those fans of King Gears and the Lizard Wiz, like they put on their own festival for anyone that doesn't know. And there was it was a big deal for a while. Like, actually, yeah. to do that, like that, obviously not to the level of a Knotfest or anything like that, but to do your own thing in Australia was pretty cool. Yeah. Nick, six, how many features were there on Bear Tree's new album below? Oh, shit. Um... I don't know if there's any. Oh shit, I can't remember. Zero. Are you locking that in? Yes. Correct, Nick Brown. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> I was trying to psych you out there, but Nick. Seven. What came first? Bear Truth Disgusting or Architects Lost Together Lost Forever? Both came out in twenty fourteen. I know that. Um What were you listening to first, baby? What were you listening to first? Fuck. I'm gonna go I'm gonna say Bear Truth was like October. Okay, uh, you were three, four. Uh, Four months off it. Okay, four months off. Four months off. So it. it's June-ish. In June, yeah. Okay, so Lost Forever came out in May. Lost Forever came out first. Correct. It wasn't quite May, but it was March, <laughs> Nick Brown. March 14, 2014. That was pretty close. Lost Together, Lost Forever. June 10, 2014. Bear Tooth, disgusting. Eight. Who am I? I'm a new metal band from the late 90s, early 2000s. I have a one. I have one word in my name. Guess. Is, is Trapped a new metal band? Corn. That's such a great we'll, guess, uh, Trapped. We'll go Corn. We'll Corn, no, because they came a little bit earlier than the late 90s. Yeah, Nick Brown. But Nick, I had the theme song for Vengeance 2005. The song was called Happy. Mm, shit. Um, is it like Godsmack or something like that? That's a great guess, Nick Brown, <laughs> but it's not them. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. Um, what is it? Oh, I was going to say like Colt Chain, but one word, one word, one word. What do you have in your arms? Muscles. And? Blood and what? 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 Does the, what does the blood flow in? 
Veins. Veins. What is what's on the ground when it gets like when the rain like out in the grass? What happens? Gets, mud. So what is it? Vein mud. Mud vein, Nick. <laughs> you <laughs> what a vein. You did vein so mud. well. Vein mud. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the best ever one we've ever done, Nick. <laughs> yeah. What country did Viva the Underdog start in in the documentary? Ooh, good question. Um, I'm going to say Germany. Because they go back to Germany a couple of times throughout the docker. They go back there, but did they start there? I'm going to say Germany. The rehearsal studios? Remember what it was called? Um, Germany Studios. It was Germany, Nick. I was just, oh, I had no idea what the fucking studio name was. But yeah, that was that was the quiz. You I did, like it. You did quite well. Big fan. Only other couple of things before we go. Yes. Uh, the Bring Me Teaser. What do we think? Is it going to be heavy? Is it just a cock tease like they do? Oh, it looks, sounds so, good. Yeah, I, so we got I, five. Direct, oh, this is my theory, Nick. Yep. So they've done this a few times recently. Mm. They've put the five second scream part of a song in and the other five minutes of the song is just a rock <laughs> song. I reckon they're doing that again. I, re- I reckon what they're going to do is they're going to it's going to be a complete like piano ballad oh, and no. the fight and then the song ends and then you get a ah! <laughs> that's that's the close that's it <laughs> fuck and, oh, no, and, and he actually says something he's like yeah you fucking dumb cunt oh, like, if they yeah. do that that'd be sensational I, mate I did see something on um I don't know how true this is this yes it, is on, it was on a Bring Me the Horizon Facebook group so it's definitely not true um it's on Gen- um, Genius put up the Bring Me the Horizon are due to drop an EP in October yeah well I've written that down as future release oh, so I should have said that I don't but I don't know if it's true well, I have said, no idea they said they were doing three EPs yeah so we had the dud EP we've had the good EP last year which we kind of count as an album post survival yeah. human horror whatever it was called but the next one another thing that came out 2020 fuck me that's, that's what I'm saying oh, yeah. dude last year was insane but um, like you say I wouldn't be surprised if they do another album with like yeah. the, the time that they've had in between drinks they haven't even gone out actually, probably not they actually haven't even toured post human survival yet so yeah. Maybe they push that back and they only do a couple of song releases. Yeah. You might be right, but well, um, that's the thing. Like, it's yeah. interesting. Like, do they need to? Do they need to hold off anymore? Like, they bring me the fucking horizon. Like, what's they the, can do whatever they want. Yeah, like <laughs> they they are one of those bands who can, if they want to, they can just release another EP. And it's like you know, like imagine this set, but man, they it's too big. It's too good now. They. Uh, Man. You can't keep releasing banger after banger and getting rid of a banger to put in another banger, Nick. It's I, I, too hard. The only bands I can compare it to, and I know this is like such a... Like, Parkway don't have a set list as strong as Bring Me. Nowhere near. Nowhere near. I, I mean, this, this is no disrespect to Parkway, but like Parkway always have a few deeper cuts on there. Bring Me don't have time for deep cuts. They just have to have bangers everywhere. Watch the Parkway set at Varkin, which mm. a couple of weeks ago, so I'm like, that's the greatest thing I've seen on yeah, YouTube. so good. During the middle part, it gets boring a little bit. But the early yeah. set... They play like Chronos and stuff like that. The yeah. early part of the set... Fucked. It's just insane. But that's what Bring Me do the for the show. whole fucking set now, Nick. So it's like you say, you can't compare. They they like have like their heavy bangers and then they finish with their poppy bangers kind of thing. But they're all still bangers. You know what I mean? Like they, they start with like, they'll have like the House of Wolves and like Wonderful Life. And they'll have maybe if they do a diamond thing, they'll be in the middle. And then they finish with Throne. They finish with Drown, Can You Feel My Heart and those kind of songs. But no it doesn't band. matter. They're no. still all bangers. There's like, no band comparable. And now they're what? So Bring Me come in, right? Oh, okay. Bring Me, new set list. Okay. So we're going to do, uh, we're going to put in Parasite Eve, banger. Banger, banger. Lo- Looters. Ludens, banger. Obey. Yep, banger. Kingslayer. Banger. Dear Diary. Banger. Teardrops. Banger. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, so they come in, they get rid of Shadow Moses, Sleepwalking, oh all, the, all those old songs, Nick, are gone. Like, is that what you're saying to me? They, I'm, saying, like, well, I'm saying they either need to extend their set oh list, no which goes. is really hard, but they, they stopped playing Oh No. They Thank stopped God. playing that. But like, now, like the last time they came out, they have to like, 
I don't know what the fuck they can do. They have to get rid of a couple of the ammo songs. They'll probably have to get rid of the House of Wolves, unfortunately. But it'll be like, you know, that song's lasted far longer than it had any right to because it's so too heavy. It's never was a single. It's the only song they really played that wasn't a single on their last tour. It's fucking wild. Because it's the best reaction. Nick. Yeah, but they love it. They they talk about how much they love playing that song, and it's like, it's why a not? Fucking great that, song, mate. That one of the best breakdowns ever. When you die, the only kingdom you will see is two foot wide. Sorry, is my slam poetry Six version. Six foot deep. Go, dun. So last set. Last set they played. Yeah, sorry. Last set they played. Just go for it. Go for it. to 2020. So this was the last set they put up on that set list FM. Luden's one. Bang. Mantra two. Bang. The House of Wolves three. Bang. Avalanche four. Ah, I don't like this song. But then it comes back. It is a banger, but I don't like it. The next three. Wonderful Life. Yep. Shadow Moses. Yep. Happy song. Oh fuck! I forgot about happy song. Yep. <laughs> okay, mother tongue. Yeah, yeah. Sugar honey. Oh, yeah, I, love, tea. I love. that. Anti vist. I love it. Nihilus blues. Love it. Can you feel my heart? Love it. Follow you. No, oh. that's getting out. That's getting roasted. Surely, that's, that, that's, that's surely going. cut now, Nick Brown. But then it's got for the encore, obviously. Drown, medicine, and throne. So I reckon medicine goes. I reckon fuck medicine. Yeah, medicine well. will go. Follow you will go. Oh, I think, sugar, sugar honey's gone. Yeah, sugar honey. Well, avalanche a, might go. Like, yeah, avalanche will probably go too. House of Wolves might go. Like there are. Look, but there's room. You've got to, to, you've got to make room. Eve. Oh my god. I think Follow oh. You stays. I think Follow You has to say they, they just love that song. It's one of their biggest songs. I, I think Mother Tongue goes. I think they won't. Yeah, play. fuck Mother Tongue. Mother Tongue took a while to go into their set. Yeah. I don't know if they didn't like it at first. Or I don't like it. I don't like, I don't like them. I'm off them. Fuck you. You just <laughs> reminded me of those two songs. How much you hate Bring Me. Oh, mate. I do love Bring Me. Imagine. Nick. Imagine Bring Me. Our imagine version imagine of, Good Things Comes Over. Our version of Bring Me. What's our version? They played on the set on Triple J during the week. Oh, Amity. Amity. Oh, fuck me. Did you see that trailer? I watched it, Nick. No, I was, was, I was surprised you ever really brought it up. Yet. I didn't really see it. I saw the TNT cover, which was one of the most awkward things I've ever seen. Although, Aaron. <laughs> sounded all right. Aaron sounded really good. Sounded Aaron had a, had a really good Bon Scott impression. Like, really good. I was, like, really Mate. impressed. He had, he like, you could tell Aaron's wanted to play that. It was probably his idea. Joel had no idea what the fuck was going fuck on. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Neither. I'm too. Like, that's no fucking glue. That's gold, man. Uh, but um, what was the rest of the set like? Anything? What? I only, watch, I only watch one song. Yeah, Soak me in bleach. Yeah, I saw that. It popped up on the UNFD social yeah. page. So I watched that. Oh, it was average. Yeah. But like, they're coming into their festival run. Like uh, in that little setting, they're not suited to that. But I'd like to see them do a uh, triple J like a version. I think they'd be alright yeah. at doing that. I'd like to see what they could create and do. So yeah, absolutely. But um. Yeah, from there, DC yeah. Defrays did um, NERD's Rockstar for the like a version. Did they? Pretty, oh fuck, that'd pretty, be pretty awesome. good. That'd not, be not unbelievable, but pretty good. Like I, I love, I love that song. I'm annoyed that someone's actually gone and done it. Yeah, it's gone and done it and done it well. Yeah, it's annoying. I've got one last thing. That's yeah. it. Uh, you know, we found Stasis a few years ago. Cool yes. band, uh, international band. I think I found a new one. Ghost Chant. They are from New York. They are a melodic right. hardcore band. There's a song called Nothing Worth Keeping. What's so, it called? Ghost Chant. So Ghost Chant is the band. If you want to even play it, it's up to you. But um, the, the song's called Nothing Worth Keeping. I found him on Dreambound. It popped up randomly on my YouTube and I watched it and I really liked it. 1,400 monthly listeners. Um, yeah, there you go. Days. Yeah, no, they're, they're a new band. Keeping. So, Yep. Beautiful. and Very similar to Bloom Nick. Also have a song, Weathered Skin, with 56,000 plays. There you go, Can't man. Pop that up. That'd be great. Pop awesome. I love it. I love it, Nathan. Love you. Love everyone you listening. There you go. And uh, you know what? If you're ever just thinking about what to do for the week and um, kind of a bit worried, you know, what are you supposed to do? Buy Bilsons. Just go up, go up to that bilsons.com.au. We'll put it in the link in the description. Uh, just type WWDOTW into the uh, discount code section. Uh, is that right? 
W- uh, it sounds right. Yeah, it sounds about right. Uh, work it out yourselves if you can't work it out. And you will get a 15% discount. Also, if you spend over $50 at Bilson's, you get free postage. So you are absolutely... We're talking slab range. I'm talking if you're doing yourself a disservice by not taking advantage of this deal because the deal will not be around forever. Yeah. And also... Like this is honestly Bilson's beforehand. You know, you can't really get a gauge of how much how many people are actually buying it through through like you know the podcast kind of thing. Now they can. So now we need it. Actually, this is actually the part you have to buy. Yeah, it. Otherwise, otherwise, otherwise they go, "What the fuck are we doing with these dickheads?" Because yeah. no one's buying Bilson's. Anyway, cheers for listening.